You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Oh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Morning Coffee Radio with the motivator Jazzy G, Charles Tall, and DJ Nelson the Maestro. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivated. It's Terrific Tuesdays with the motivator Jazzy G. Today, beloved, is Terrific Tuesday. That's right, it's Terrific Tuesday. It's a good day in the neighborhood. <laughs> good day in the neighborhood. Hey, we want to welcome you here. So motivated We're going to have some fun today Be informative as always And you know by my side Is the funny bone lady She always bringing you the good news And other kind of news And housekeeping news But she keep it fresh for you That's why she here Because you know she do her thing She's the one, the only, the incomparable Twinkle, twinkle. It's Cheryl Starr. What up, Starr? Good morning, Jazzy G. Twinkle, twinkle, my soul motivators. Yes, it is time to talk about some things today. Let's get it started. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We're going to have some fun today. You know Morning Coffee Radio. You know we are. We we from the from the words of, of the man that's... that's uh, the educator himself, KRS-One, it's edutainment here on, on Morning Coffee Radio. <laughs> Always. And the man, hey, the man, the myth, the legend, we could not do this out without him. He is the glue to keep us together. He's the smooth operator, the percolator himself. Keen mashup, DJ Nelson. Oh, yeah. The Maestro. What up, Jazzy G? What's Good up, what's morning, up? Nelson. Star. My gym instructor. <laughs> <laughs> you mash up, King, you. Hey, terrific Tuesday. Good morning, good morning. Well, you want to lose some weight when get in the shape? Hey, man, all you got to do is check out DJ Nelson the Maestro. Oh, we're going to be rocking. Block yes, party yes. Mixes. And if you want to get his block party mixes, and you just want to get the mixes on its own without the repeat broadcast of a morning coffee radio, just go to Mixcloud, uh, mixcloud.com and just uh, look up DJ Nelson the Maestro Block Party Mix. All right? And, That's right. Uh, just have some fun. And if you enjoy them, just hit us up at uh, info morningcoffee.chat. That's info at morningcoffee.chat. All right? So, so stop. Yeah. Let's get into some housekeeping on this terrific Tuesday. I know you got some good housekeeping for us, right? Let's do it. It's time to get to some housekeeping. All right, so uh, what you got for housekeeping today? Well, continuing on with Black History Month, as we, uh, you know, we've been talking about celebrations. Thing, I want to give a shout out to uh, the cast of Good Times because they were celebrating 50 years of good times so basically jimmy jj walker you know you know right. jimmy walker, bernadette stance your crush right. oh yeah my and uh, michael carter who played right. michael evans they all right. um ralph carter ralph, ralph carter, carter. Ralph carter. Right. Mm-hmm. so they all got together and did a 50th celebration anniversary of the tv show good times which you know so motivated i'm sure we you some of you grew up on that some of your, your, you know, depends on, you know, what we were watching. But Good Times was a staple show, you know, in our era growing up in the 70s. You know, growing up as a young kid, 
That right. was like probably the favorite show and the and the most relatable show. Like yeah, Bernadette uh, said, one thing that Good Times Legacy was, it was the most relatable show in Afro Americans. You know, related with us growing up in the projects, and you know, even just coming from. Uh, you know, humble beginnings that she mentioned, or you know, poverty. You know, coming mm-hmm. in poverty and then still having love around all of those challenges. So you know, it was it was good to see that they are celebrating 50 years and just to see you know, they all look good. You know, especially yeah. Bernadette, especially Thelma. <laughs> see that people still call still her Thelma. Gorgeous. Still <laughs> look scrumptious. Yes, I mean, black don't crack. Oh black do not crack with her at all. She's my future ex. Hey, she's my future ex-wife, y'all. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Oh man, brother, still got it. Thelma be in my dreams. Yes, yes, yes. I remember when I Good met enough. her. Came to uh, the uh, NAMA Music, you know, the Music Foundation in Harlem on 131st um, that my dad used to be the treasure at, and she was promoting her book. One on one at the time, she you know she came there to you know talk about you know her book and everything like that. But um yeah, yeah she's a you know seemed like a nice lady, great person. You know she had a great character there, and um you know just seeing both all of them get together, I was like, where's John Amos? Where's the, where's John the- Amos? John Amos right now is he's kind of like Balan he, Health. He he's kind of going through early dementia right now. Okay, that so, explains. Yeah, so he's, he's kind of right. like under care a little bit and stuff like right. that. So yes, I think his daughter take care take care of him, take care oh, okay, of him okay. and everything like that. So he's not really traveling and, and things like that. So that's much. probably yeah. it. But we wish him well as well. Yes, that yes, we do. So and since we're still talking about Black history, we got to mention a, a historic television show. Um, yeah, well, another my mother, thing. Now I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, 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 of of good times though. My mother used to critique good times like crazy because again, you know, you say like black life and stuff like that. Right. My mother used to rip it up sometimes. She was going, oh, oh, hell no. Oh, black so people wouldn't get that money back. She, she, yeah. <laughs> she was like, okay, because one, one episode, they, they mentioned that they had, they whatever the menu, whatever what, uh, Florida was cooking, mm-hmm. and fat back was on the list as the meat or something like that. And my mother, you got to be kidding me because fat back, there's nobody black used fat back as, as meat. You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be because it's real, it's real salty. So it's for seasoning, basically. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's the salts and like the greens and things like that. Yeah, we couldn't so, even eat pork growing up, my, so yeah, I would know. So, I'm <laughs> so my mother, she killed that. She it was a, it was a lot of things. Right, my mother right, killed right. the fact that they was that they were doing so poorly, and then she stopped working. The kids were too old for her to not be working now. They were, you know, what I'm saying they're in high school mm-hmm. now, and then uh, you know, it's high school, middle school, and all that stuff, and then she. He's not working anymore. He's struggling. Then my mother said, "That's not reality in a black home. That that was not reality in a black home." You know what I'm saying? The man, the black man that that had the woman that the stay at home mom. He did. He was he was more like a professional. You know what I'm saying? Like he was at least a school teacher or something like that. You know what I mean? Or he had one of the real good factory jobs. You know what I mean? He was civil service. Had a real good factory job. Something like that. James was too, he was too inconsistent with his, you know what I'm saying? His money was, 
too inconsistent for Florida not to be working also. Even well, remember back in those days, black men were proud. My father didn't want my mother to work. Yeah, but what I'm saying is in the I'm saying in the reality of it though. In the reality of But that's people, that's some reality. You know that's some so, realities because I I know plenty yeah, of black families right, that the women back, didn't work. Right, but, but understand this. Let's go back. And they struggle. Let let's go back. The, it was when when the black man got a chance to be the where the woman did not work. Because remember, women, black women always worked. Okay, from the time that the, the whole slave embodiment and the enslavement, it the black women obviously always had to work. So what happened is amongst freedom. Okay, we know one of the things that he did was they got married because you know marriage was against the law. They jumped the broom. One of the first things that they did was actually legally get married. So the, the marriage percentage went up higher than even whites at the time during Reconstruction. The next right, thing on right. the in the seventies, so, black women were right. were not working as much. Not in the seventies. Right. You know, because no, that, that show was based it, on right. a no, different time. It became that way. It became that way. It became that way. Right. Not in the 70s. Not in the 70s. Not in the 70s. It's before the 70s. The no, 70s but what I'm saying is the show, the show no, was based saying, on the no, 70s. No, what I'm saying, no, it's based in the 70s. That's right, what I'm saying. Right. The decline of that was, was during the 70s. Before, after World War II is what you're talking about. World War II is when the black man now, because he had the factory job, he had the civil service job, he's working at the post office. That's when he... That's when the black woman was the stay-at-home mom. So between between World War II and 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 um, uh, I started to say Korean War because Korean War still was um, a Vietnam War. The the black woman the the black woman that could stay at home was that stay-at-home mom. After that, when the factory started closing, then that that changed the landscape. So what I'm saying is around that time, because remember when 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 good times was happening. This is now when the factories now were closing. Get what I'm saying? So it was off and on for someone like James because he, he didn't have a high school diploma. So it was off and on for someone like him. So what it is is that most black women work. When it got to be too tough, she worked. So but what I'm saying is that with, with the, the, the families that we saw growing up, most of the mothers were stayed at home and a lot of that had to do with the pride of the black man because a lot of those men back then younger kids right right but that's what i'm saying when good times came on that was a norm and what what we saw on television it it seemed like a norm in the lifestyle because it it was my family it was my friend's family it was you know their friends it was like that was a normal thing because even with the man being in the house I saw a lot of people grow up with their dads, and then towards the late seventies and the eighties, then you start seeing when you go to high school, right? Start going to high school, you see a difference, right? Start seeing the difference, like even, even uh, everybody hates Chris. Chris Rock talked about because that's the eighties, and he said it it started shit because there was this shit. It started shifting in the eighties because. Crack and whatever else came about, and, right? You know, right. so it changed the landscape. Not single mothers, but, baby mothers. Right. But what? But my mother's point was that when t- times get tough like that, the black woman steps steps up. Right. I mean, you you see that. You but remember, if you look at remember James in the character she in was that, work, in, all right. Remember right. him because you know good times come from more. Right. And she, she was, was the maid. Right. She was the maid at more. Right. right. 
Right. So, right. right. And, so. and remember when she wanted to get, because there was episodes where she wanted to get a job and James didn't want her because that was how the black men pride was. Like Jay, Florida wanted to work when they were doing bad. And he was like, I don't want you to. It was, it was him. But my and, mother's point was, you right. don't let your kids go home, go, go to bed hungry. F right. for that. She was like, F right. for that black man pride boy ish. You know what I'm saying? You don't let your kids go to bed hungry. Right. You never, they never let that. Your pride should never allow your kids to go to bed hungry. Got what I'm saying? But that was right. always her point. Yeah. I guess yeah. that was her way of letting me know. You know what I'm saying? That hey, you know what I'm saying? You you get your son, you get you a ride or die. <laughs> right. Don't get no chick that's gonna leave, gonna abandon you when times are hard. Let that father abandon him. She never did. No, yeah, Florida, Florida was, was a ride or die. Florida was a ride or die. I thought you, some of the you want the, one like Florida. You definitely want one like Florida. You I thought some of the non-reality facts in there was when they remember when they found the money and Florida was like, give it back. And as poor as they were, as bad yes. as times was, <laughs> those were not reality. You know, my mom like, was mad at that episode. We are not giving the money back like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially yes, if man. nobody comes looking for it. Yeah, she was mad at that episode. She was like, "That is not reality." When, when James kept some of the money, my right. mother was like, "Oh yeah, that's how you do it." <laughs> But you know, I like the I liked a lot of episodes. Remember the gang episode where they was trying I to I love good time. Good yeah. time was good time my was show. Was I watch it to this day. So motivated. I watch it on Me TV. I watch it on Metro TV. I watch it on uh, all those different channels. It's another one. It's a brand new uh comedy comedy channel. And um, I, I I think it's owned by Byron Allen. I'm not I'm not sure, but they show all the all the sitcoms and everything like that. It shows Good Times and Happy Days and Mark and Mindy and all that stuff from right. the '70s. I love it, man. I've watched Good Times all the time. I love that show. I still love. My kids didn't dig it because they were like they couldn't understand the lingo, you know, because they talk '70s talk, you know. What I'm saying? Right, right. But, yeah, it's a guy in Nigeria. They they don't like it because they can't. They can't get some lingo, but it, it's all good. But I was like, that was yes, that's a lot. That's a you know long, long time. I got another. I got another uh, uh, good time story. Like that Ralph Carter, right? Mm -hmm. He came to the record store before, and because uh, he had an album out, you know what I'm saying. And, and Ralph Carter came to Downtown Records and everything like that with DJ Bob Q and, and right. everything. So. Um, we had the in-store with him And he had like Pretty girl with him And everything like that So pretty girl that was with him You know what I'm saying She came with him But she left with me That's all I got to say But he wasn't he, he was playing for another team <laughs> I know she was his bid But that's okay Right, right you know He she played for another bid, team But she was my thing at that time <laughs> We saw that early on I, I shared that bid <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to say about that. I won't even mention her name. It's all good, though. <laughs> but um, another thing I want to mention, because, you know, during the Super Bowl weekend, Gilly, uh, so this guy that's had his own business with the vape pens, you know, it's a cannabis vape pen and it's legal. Mm -hmm. He ran into Gilly and he gave him a whole box of, you know, his 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 uh his stuff. And Gilly didn't get a chance to post it. He just recently posted and he said, your stuff is so good. I want to do business with you. So he did a PSA on uh, Instagram and, um, you know, reached and told, told people, if you know this guy, tell him I'm looking for him. And so since then, uh, it's, it's called Lickstick. It's called Lickstick and the guy's from L.A. And uh, since then, 
uh, Gilly and him is working on a partnership. So uh, Method Man also has his own, you know, to cow, to cow, right? And so a lot of people were talking about because it's legalized in so many places, and now they have these stores and everything doing that. Oh, Gilly is a genius because now Gilly was talking about let's open up some stores, let's get this business going, and so this guy is basically saying. He, Gilly changed his life because from Gilly's post, he's been getting orders from sub celebrities too. Because you know, a lot of yeah. people like to yeah. smoke the little yeah. vapor pens or the weed or whatever they do. So he said he's been getting calls from Snoop, a lot of people that, uh, you Most know. Most of Hollywood smoke. Yeah. <laughs> so, the music industry. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's, he's happy to do business with Gilly. So we're going to keep that posted. But I thought that was great because we were just talking about scaling up with uh you know my cousin russ smith who was on yeah and we were talking about you know just connecting and expanding your business and so you know the guy was saying that it was his mission to go to the super bowl because he went there to give out the boxes remember he's talking about the lady who didn't um you know when the blogger was talking about her business just to get people so he went to the super bowl and just gave out whoever he saw of celebrity status gave out his his product and Gilly was the one who hit him back so from there now he's you know Gilly's talking about let's do business so that's that's a great thing I think that people could take a you know people could take a lesson from that if you have products if you have clothing lines and stuff always put yourself in the places that you know especially if you're looking for partnership or you're looking for somebody to help grow your business you got to put yourself in the room and, and like the guy said you know, he was like, I'm, I, that was my goal to go to the Super Bowl, not to, you know, uh, patronize the games and stuff. But I wanted to introduce my product to right. whoever. He was being I resourceful. He was being yes. resourceful. If you don't have resources, you be resourceful. And right. it makes a difference. It's just like in Damon John's book, The Power of Broke. He talks about that. He talks about how when he started FUBU, he had like 10 FUBU T-shirts. So all those T-shirts that you saw in those in those videos because you know he grew up with um with hype williams and you know saying now cool jay right. they're the same neighborhood and everything like that so and, and and um and uh 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 irv Gotti and all of them they come from the same queen's neighborhood so so he would go to the video shoots and stuff like that and put those 10 uh fubu t-shirts on uh on like models or whoever was doing right it. The dances, and then he would take them back at the end of the video shoot, wash them, and everything like that, and have them ready for the next time and everything. So you you thought Fubu was all over the place, and when you look at those old videos in the nineties, and it really wasn't. He was that was him promoting it to get get them going so people can buy it. And that's what that's what he did. Yeah, thing with LL Cool J with the Gap commercial. LL had the had the Fubu T-shirt and the, and the Fubu hat on. Everybody thought the the Fubu and the Gap uh, teamed up, and that wasn't the case. Right, but right, they did, right. You just have to be resourceful. That's, that's yeah, that's a great. And, and you have to be willing to invest in yourself. If you want someone to invest in you, you have to be willing to invest in yourself. I've seen time and time again, even with recording artists, I see them that don't invest in their own, their own. Uh, 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 gift that they have, their talent. Right, right. right they right. they wouldn't invest in their talent, and then wonder why they're not being signed, and they wonder why they're not getting put on. 
but you're not even investing in you. You're just hanging on the corner saying your rhymes and all that stuff. Who cares? Everybody can do that. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can do that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Why as being on the street corner and, and, and do that. But what what are you really, really bringing? You know what I'm saying? So you got to really invest in you and know what you really, really, really want. And, and like, I, like I said, be resourceful. And that's that's cool. That that guy, because it ain't, it ain't cheap to go to the Super Bowl. I'm going to tell you that. It ain't cheap at all. So for him to right. get the investment into something to have that's his product. That's worth it. Hit up the celebrities. Up with a right. And hit up the celebrities. Know, and knowing the ones that, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> the ones that get down with the puff, puff pass, I'm like, okay, I got something here. You know what I'm saying? And, they, and, it, and it works for him. So it, it worked. It happened to work for him. And that's cool. Right, right. Now, I know I might have mentioned that uh, Mike Epps and Shannon Sharp, uh, you know, made up. They, you know, they met and had a conversation. Right. Settled their beef. And then since then, there's been a lot of conversations of comedy. So there was a viral post about uh, the female comedians, right? So, you know, they were saying that uh, it was a post basically saying, which, you know, we want to see an all female lineup. You know, like we haven't had that since the Queens of Comedy. And, you know, people's like, oh, it's great that Kat put Monique on, but we would love to see an all-female lineup. And then, you know, it was a, a, a viral post about which female comedians. And they had a lot of the new, you know, they had Just Hilarious, right. uh, Pretty V. And, right. you know, of course, they said they would love to see Monique and Tiffany Haddish solve their differences, whatever, whatever that is, because, uh, you know, Monique was like Tiffany Haddish made a comment about her husband and you know she basically said she's She's never said Mm -hmm. she's never said anything harsh about tiffany haddish um you know cat williams just brought to our attention that she gets oh she gets she skips ladies like leslie jones and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but when we was talking about that i got i got involved in it because i said that would be really good to see a female lineup like yeah. you know, like how we get Chris Rock and um, Dave Chappelle and and Kevin Hart. Let's get a female like lineup. See, I would like to see Miss Pat get some shine. You know what I'm saying? Oh right, they, they, they even haven't even mentioned Miss Pat That's in a minute. But Pat, Miss Pat they had a great do. right a thing, but they don't mention Miss Pat. Right, I haven't and heard I would her mention. Pat get some shine. Right, you know, say I love Absolutely. her show. I, I I love her show. And uh, you know, saying uh, her and Tammy is perfect together, and right, and, and Tammy is hilarious. So yeah, I saw uh, Tammy in Atlanta. Tammy was funnier than I hilarious. thought. I, yeah, I'm saying, so it's Tammy like, do stand up once in a while. She's that's funny. What I'm saying. So there's a lot of women that I would like to see get some shine and, and, right. and things that that uh, you know. But you know, I, I would like to see a lot of you know, and 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 and, and again, I would like to see certain people um, um, air out. You know, saying air out the differences and right, right, come to, and come to a head and say, "Hey, man, let's let's work together instead of work against each other." Right. I, mean, like, you know, I mean, like I said before, all everybody's not going to get along. So that's that's thinking, you know, kumbaya. You think we don't get along with all our family members, but again, you know, saying, and, and matter of fact, uh, I forget who who put point this out and I'm not sure if it's like Dr. Boyce Watkins or somebody but the Shannon Shop and and um Mike Epps and Mike Epps situation and, and Shannon Shop calling them out like yo it's gonna be on when I see you and all that stuff they pointed out this they said did you did you did you roll up on Skip like that when he, he demeaned you 
on national TV. Right, you know right, saying? right. He, just, well, he was like, yo, shut up and all that type of stuff. And almost like, he, he was like a, a step away from calling you boy. Put you your know? glasses on. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, Put you your know, glasses like back on. master to you. Right. You roll up on him. You right. Outside. None of that happened with Skip. So the same respect you give that white man, give a brother. I agree 100%. Right. So when they brought that up, and, and again, I can't remember. I, I think it was Dr. Boyce Watkins that brought that. I don't know if he retweeted what someone else said or mm-hmm. it was from him. But I was like, he is 100% right. And, and then slowly, I think it was like maybe a couple of days after that, seeing that tweet. Then they made up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So and, I, and also, uh, I, what I mentioned also, and what you could see through the back and forth, is Mike Epps was just being a comedian. Like I didn't exactly get what he was doing. That's I didn't exactly get from Mike Epps that he was really being serious about it. But I thought that when, she, like you said, when Shannon Star says it's on on site, I'ma see you and all this stuff. That Mike Epps is like, what? You want to fight me when everybody makes jokes about right, me? You know? About you, so because right. Mike Epps was coming at it from a perspective of a comedian and also sometimes we push the envelope when we're selling tickets or when we're doing our comedy and that's just about that's just how comedy is and a lot of times like you see now the world of comedy is changing and we talked about it it's like uh you know even kevin hart said not doing the oscars anymore because we don't have a free space to make our jokes the way we want it anymore and i don't even Mm -hmm. want to entertain that stage so no thank you oscar so that's true like you know mike epps making a joke like mike epps was just at a show talking about skip dm me asking me to come on the show he that was obviously a joke Joke, it was like i do not dm him like come on you you got to be able to read the room and read comedy when you hear it that wasn't like an affirmative statement that was a joking statement but you know i'm happy that you know they got and one thing that they suggested with monique and you know i'm an advocate for monique because even just hilarious said we can't tell people when to finish hurting we cannot do that um one thing that i think that monique should do being that you know 50 cent gave her uh you know gave her a role in uh bmf and now cat williams take your money and take some of these young comedians on the road like just hilarious be Simone, pretty v like monique can do a whole lineup like you gotta scale up in your mind because when you sit and i'm not saying monique sits that so motivators and if monique ever hear the show I commend Monique bravery and, and and her integrity all the time. But I think like some people were saying, now that you're you know you're coming back and you you've been through uh, what you say Tyler Perry and them cost you millions of hundreds of dollars. It would be great if Monique take you know take some of her money and invest it and do a do a comedy tour for females. Well, that would well, be dope. Yeah. Well. The clap back from D.L. Hughley was that he never seen Monique put anybody on. He never seen nobody, Monique, do a come up for anybody. Mm-hmm. Well, she, she put she, she put comedians on her show and put people on and stuff like that. Because even with even with the, the the queens of comedy, she was added. She was added to the queens. Right. Of she comedy. was added to the so, queens of right, comedy, so and some more like, gave her the right, headline. So her thing, right? So it wasn't like she came up with the queens of comedy. Right. Right. She did. So that's what DL 
thing was he was like she she never put anybody on she don't have a, a team where she put any other comedians on she's talking when she's talking but she well that's incorrect walked. because monique has people on her tour that are up and coming from baltimore i've I seen monique a couple of times and she always had even when she did the the residency in atlanta in, in atlantic city i mean um vegas she had an opening uh, lady who was hilarious just like Sabor had Ture you know so depending on where they're at in their career now that's that remains to be seen because I've never right. seen the people that she brought on stage like she had this lady Miss Cookie and Miss Cookie used to travel with her she had a uh, tone and the guy who did her her um her late night television show um what was his name the black guy that did the television Rodney Rodney Perry just oh, take oh, him on tour. Oh, yeah, man, he yeah, took Rodney people Perry. on tour with him. He's, to me, he's so on. Uh, that is an uh, underrated. He was funny. Yeah. Rodney Perry to me is one of the most underrated comedians on the circuit today. That's just that's just my total opinion when it comes to the guy. I, I like the guy. He was he was on the crew. We talked about it too on the Tom Jenner cruise and stuff like that. We talked about it. I told him, man, you're one of my favorites, man. I'm just I just gotta let you know, brother, you're one of my favorites, and you're you're so underrated. He was like, yo, thank you, brother. I was like, yo, I'm telling you, you are underrated. Yeah, people. I think, like I said, I've I've been to tons of. And I seen Rodney Perry open up for her, so I don't think that statement. Right, so I don't know. I don't know how true I'm saying that was his claim. Right, I'm right, saying right. That was DL's claim. So I, I'm not saying that's 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 the real deal or that's circulating on Black Twitter or anything like that. That was from DL's clapback. Right, right. He was saying that about her, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've but seen I know total other, And again, yeah, because again, Rodney Perry got his, you know, saying got. Yeah, she on, had him on, on her, her, her talk show. show. Yeah, her, yeah, her, her, her talk late show. night show, and she had him on. And talk I, with her. I loved her late night talk show, and, and on BET, I think BET was going in the right direction with something like that. I don't know where it all fell apart. I don't know if you know the whole what was going on with the Tyler Perry and all that stuff, and then his connection with. BT company, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know what happened with that, but I so enjoyed her, her talk show. Yeah, her talk show was good. But yeah. you know, I do think that because she, because I, but the reason why I think I was agreeing when people were speaking about it is because of the money she lost. Like she said, you know, because we all know she wasn't working for a number of years, 10 years plus, right? Yeah. So that cost her a lot of money, like she mentioned on Shannon Shop. So people are saying now that you're getting a little of the bag, because you know she's making a good amount of money on the tour with Cat Williams, because Cat Williams is is a is a national tour. So that's right. the best place that she and then she's on BMF season start next week again. You know, the fifty right. cent show. So I'm pretty sure fifty cent giving her a good a decent salary for that show. So what people are saying is flip your money now. Because now is the time to scale up. So that way you won't be uh, waiting on a bag. So right. that that's what, because there's so many young comedians. And Monique, if you're here, and I put me on your show. <laughs> but there's so <laughs> many up and coming. And like, and, and you know, Miss Pat got her own show and she did her own stand up and funded her own uh, thing on Netflix as well. Yeah. So there's things to do now to flip your money. Right. And those should be some of the lessons that we learn. Like whenever we're denied, you know, because, you know, when when you don't get what you really set out to get, now that you're back in the saddle again, flip it and do something different. So I would yeah. like, because even Tiffany Haddish, 
uh, did uh, a little comedy special where she gave up and coming comedians a platform. Right. You know, yeah, and, that, yeah. and that was televised. They yeah. ready. Mm-hmm. They call it, yeah. you know, her cut thing is she ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She called it yeah. they ready. She was the yeah, host. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think she had. I think she had three parts to that. I think it was right. So, so that was her making money off of you know, and that's just how you got to start thinking. So yeah. that way, if people wrong you. You still got an additional bag, a additional mindset to get the money, and that's what right. I agreed with. So that's what you know people were talking about. Yeah, so yeah. That's what I, I was like. Oh, that would be I agree dope. too. I agree yeah. too. When it, when there's no when there's no seat for you at the table, I say get your own table, your right. own seats, and make your own. You know what I'm saying? So if you've been doing that, as black folks, we know how to do that well. I think the biggest problem with us is that we try so hard to get a seat at the table. I think it's, it, you know what I'm saying? And we still do it to this day. We have that learned that we can do on our own and be on our own. We believe in that mythology that we can't govern ourselves. And I think that's the, that's the biggest problem that we have. And we got to understand that we can govern ourselves. You know what I'm saying? All we have to do is make it we have to make it beyond colonization. If you if you take from the root of the colonization, it's never going to be where we can govern ourselves. But if you go beyond that, and what was what happened before that, you know what I'm saying, and, and understand that slavery is not a part of our history. Slavery was an interruption to our history. Right. So when you understand that, you know what I'm saying. That's when you make the difference. So, and again, I I, I say, you know, what I'm saying, go get go get what you got to get, and 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 again, you know, think smarter. You know, what I'm saying, think smarter as you work harder. So, you know, you, you know what mistakes you made in the past. We all, you know, what I'm saying, we all can realize what mistakes we made in the past, and we can and learn from them. The the biggest problem that I find that even in my family, and I think is a is a is a problem amongst. You know, saying the, the 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 African diaspora is that we tend to not learn from our mistakes. We get tired of making the same mistakes over and over again. And then when we get tired, then we want to make a change. You know, what I'm saying because we start saying, "Oh, I'm just tired of being sick and tired," and the tired of sick and tired meaning that we have not learned anything. We just right. tired of it. We tired of doing the same old, same old, and we're thinking that that somehow that you know that 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 one time that I, I still give that I, I, I'm gonna give it one more shot. You know that that little rare hope. I'm gonna give it one more shot doing the same old thing, but I want a different result. And then when that different result don't happen, then it's like okay, maybe I should change what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We we don't learn. We don't. Learn because we're showed over and over again. Yeah, you know, we 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 get these stories. You know, these these stories of you know this happened to this and this happened in in this Bible story here and this Bible story there. And then we we're not understanding what it truly means for us to to take from it. You know what I'm saying? Like we literally want a burning bush. You know what I'm saying? Like Moses went to Mount Sinai 40 days, 40 nights, burning bush, you know, we literally want a burning bush. And that getting the burning desire inside of us, that is your burning bush. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That is your burning bush. Stop looking for a bush on fire somewhere that's God talking to you. No, the inside of you that's burning with desire, that's your burning bush. We don't get that. So, and once we start learning to get that and understand without logic, 
and work from our logic and that our emotions will follow the logic once we are because again if you if you if you follow your heart you will be broken hearted eight times out of ten i'm just gonna be honest with y'all following your heart you will be heartbroken eight times out of ten follow your logic and your heart will follow you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean sound like Mr. Spark from Star Trek. I'm just trying to say you got to get out of it. Sometimes you got to get out of your emotions and get into your reality. And sometimes your reality has to be from a logic standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Because again, you know, it has to make sense sometimes. It can't just be about the dollars. It got to sometimes be about the sense. And it has to make sense. But that's just my take on it. One other thing, Jazzy G, that I want to talk about is the uh, Bob Molly movie, um, One Love. You know, that movie came out last Excellent week. Movie. It was a great movie. Excellent movie. Um, one of the things that, you know, because I didn't even know that his wife got, the, that Rita got shot as well. Yeah, I remember that when it when when I saw it in the movie, I was like, ah, oh, forgot this you got Right, right. Movie. I mean, I didn't I even know, yeah, remember, I remember that. Like yeah, I was yeah. I was just uh, you know, just listening, you know, mm-hmm. cuz you know the whole, you know, when we hear the history of Bob Marley and we knew what he stand for and I mean, he created one of the greatest albums of all times. And um when we see when you know, just just me speaking about you know, seeing the movie, it was also a story of love. That's why I love the title One Love. Bob Molly was about love. And he yeah. was a man of, you know, he was a worker man, a man of perseverance. But I thought they did a great job. I thought the actor, uh, what's his name, Kinsley? He did a, He did an excellent I, job. He, he, he embodied Bob Molly. Yes, so he much. did a good I, job. I thought I was looking at Bob Molly. That's how much he, he embodied him. So much, I was like, "Oh my God!" That yeah, that I thought really I thought the movie was took on Bob Marley yeah, like took, that. He took a good role, played him good because you know some Man. people were talking about when the movie was being made. Like he has so many sons, they were like, "Why not get you know one of his sons to play the role?" You know, in the movie. So I kind of was like, "Yeah, that makes sense" because he got you know he got all these sons. Right. But, um, but just yeah, to see guy, the guy did yeah. a great great job. I was like, he did a he excellent. He did get an Oscar not next yes, year yes. and I, I think what happens is because again this movie came, coming out in February right and 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 that's early for early Oscar. for Oscars then, right now we did with Oscar for last year this year's coming up so he would be a nod for next year Oscar so sometimes they forget about those roles those because they come out the early you know what I'm saying right yeah you know what I mean so and, and I think the committee should the Oscar committee should really uh, uh, remember this role here and remember what this guy did. You know what I'm saying? I don't know yeah, any of his great... other work. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I believe he's an English actor, right? But um, but I don't know any of his other work. But this right here, my God, he did yeah, his he did thing. Great job. Excellent. Excellent, excellent movie. And you know what I'm saying? And, and it showed Bob Molly's. You know, you know how he was tormented, how people took advantage yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah. Because he loved, he loved his people. Yeah. He loved his, you know what I'm saying? He, he loved, he loved people. He, That's why you know it was and, a story and, about unconditional love. Yeah. Like, and, and again, and, and what it did too, it, it gave you a little insight on, on the Rastafarian, uh, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Their, right. their lifestyle religion, right. everything they, like that right. because most people don't even understand them, don't you know, know that so they, right. you know, they take they take things for granted and, and, and they mm-hmm. get criticized a lot but they 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 not that different from a lot of others and it's, it's right. so we look at 
we look at how some people praise and thinking that their praise is off because it's not the same as you you know growing up and mm -hmm. because we all think our, our one religion is the right religion like god picked that one right one guy, hey, these are the people you know what I'm saying these are the everyone wants yep. to be the chosen people because the scriptures speak of the chosen people you right. know what I'm saying? so everybody wants to tell you that they're the chosen ones right they, they will argue with each other they don't want to hear nothing from you this is what i believe in and i let them be i let people be i, I grew up a certain way that's what they I, say you, know, you got I, to debate that because everybody thinks that yeah. their religion is is, 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 it is the right one and all that stuff and i'm right. like you know that that, that comes from man I don't, I don't care what no one say that comes from man mm -hmm. that, that that's not a god thing that's a man thing and man and man rose to his ego you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so again and, and they tell stories and it's, it's stories after stories after stories and it's nowhere in the world it's just like the game telephone if we can play a game telephone for an hour straight and you can't get stuff right in an hour of playing this game and half the time the stuff that's passed around go around the room playing the game telephone how in the world something that happened seven you know five thousand years ago or three thousand years ago or even two thousand years ago because we're in 2024 how, how is those stories going to be accurate i not no way no how no way no how Come on, man. That's not even thinking human. You know what I'm saying? So it's not gonna happen like that. And and and, no, and whatever the book is, it doesn't matter. Cause I, I I always use my own book as an example. Okay, the facts of life, faith, action, change, truth, and service. There's stories in there. I, I put. There's no lies in my book. But there right. are certain things that I, I left out on a certain story. I may have left someone out on a story. Or, I, or what I did was I added the situation to it. That line, just just giving it more. Giving it a little more meat, yeah. Right, yeah. giving it right. Giving right. it more back. Right, that's what the, the right, that's what they wanted in the publishing. They did that story. Right. More, make it more universal in the sense. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. No one, right. And the people that were living, when I, when, I, when I wrote when read the book, my mother, my brother, my aunts, all of them, none of them debated in these stories. My mother even helped me write the book. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and now these people are gone. So I'm saying, I'm saying, if I if if if, if, if this book still go on a hundred years from now, and people use my book as they say, this is a book of this is a book of truth. And right. This is that you know what I'm saying, and this was, and I was an eyewitness, and such and such an eyewitness right. to this and this and that. No, you don't know who was the eyewitness to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You just make it up with your makeup. A, 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 a minister could come along and take my book a hundred years from now and say, "This is the book of truth right here, facts of life, and this is how we're gonna live, and we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do that. They gonna make all these things up, and then you know what I'm saying, and can call me a prophet if they want to. You right. know what I'm saying? That, a lot of religions, that's what they do. They right. the ones that started, they 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 sector, they call them a prophet. Right, you know what I'm saying? That's all. That's coming from man. So I'm, I'm just saying I'm not trying to knock anybody's religion. Understand me, soul motivated. I'm not knocking your religion. But what I'm telling you is, religion is just that. Religion. Right. Right. Okay. It means bondage. That's what it means. All right. You can play. You can play around if you want to. Look it up. It means bondage. So whatever bondage means to you, that's religion. So again, there, there are, are people that are, are you know, say we could call them anointed. This one's anointed. Okay, you say that. 
I was watching a, a video and a woman was talking about how the reason why men that don't come to the church with their, with their wives and all that stuff because the wife be all into the minister and, mm -hmm. this and, that, and he's anointed and this and that and then and then but she don't treat her husband the same he comes into he see her, her going all out for the minister but then don't treat him the same way at home and this and that right and, and I was like okay I get your stuff because she was the first it was the first lady that was saying all this stuff mm -hmm. right? yeah I heard that a lot she's the Christian words like anointing and all the little right, words right. that you in Christianity I'm not knocking it I'm just saying it's a lingo and and so what I was like and I actually posted on it and I was like the real deal is and you know the truth of the matter is the truth of the matter in the practical psychology of things women are attracted to power the pastor represents power and being close to power and being powerful he's a leader and that's what women are attracted to in practical in all sense of practical psychology that's what women are attracted to right because that's, that's what that's attracted. what we've seen in our fathers yeah. any leaders exactly because that's, exactly. the power that's comes all with, it is but all that anointed talking the all that power stuff, comes with the security all, right the that's safety and the talk. security that women are looking for exactly that's all a part of it exactly. you know? but you know exactly. i think the pastors should be pushing because a lot of times some of those pastors they they know that the women looking at them in a certain way and some of them even you know sadly to say some of them have crushes on the pastor you know they be they be looking that at the pastors and, but what but that's what i'm saying i'm not saying i don't have a number to it but what i'm saying is that when the pastor noticed that he comes with that power he should be redirecting his wife to her husband redirecting did you talk to your husband yeah, about this yeah Red, but they don't they don't teach they don't teach leadership in the churches and that, that and that's a reason is a reason why they don't mm -hmm. they don't teach leadership in the churches that's one of the reasons why dr miles monroe his message was on leadership for that reason and he he went he went to places to teach leadership especially in black men because they wasn't getting it in the black churches and that's why that was his mission okay because they do not teach leadership I, did, not. I knew a guy who was a minister and he didn't he didn't tell me he went to cornell with me and um i went to visit him his father was a pastor and he was speaking one day uh he lived in he lives he lives in california oakland so i went to the church and i sat in the back and i watched i'm, I'm very observant so i watched you know because we we heard the stories even back in the days how women go to the churches looking for husbands you right. know, a, you know. Now this man. And I don't is, think there's wrong with that. I really, no, I'm not. I'm not, I don't I'm think not saying, wrong with that. Yeah. Right. This I, is not a. This honest. is not a judgmental statement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is that when you spoke about women loving power, I'm just piggybacking on that. Mm -hmm. But just seeing that, you know, this is this is what my friend, you know, he basically knew that he had to pick of the litter because it was tons of women throwing themselves on him because right. he was the he was the, uh, the the minister's son. You know, they you know. Right. He was going through his, uh, you know, his learning and his preaching. He's like, "Oh, Cheryl, come to my church and listen to me. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm speaking." So I went in and listened. But what I observed more than the speaking is that he had women bring him dinners and, and all this. So I'm watching all of this of from the course. back. And you know, when church service is over, you know how they greet the, they greet everything. And right. what I said to him is that. You using your 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 minister to get these women because I watched them flock to him 
And then he was like, uh, Thanksgiving is every day for me because you get you get women offering, <laughs> yeah. oh, let me cook something. Right. You need a home cooked meal. And right. what I'm saying is that that's the that's the image of you know what women are look you know women were looking for when they go. Even May said the rapper May said when he converted into uh, you know being a minister in Atlanta, he said he had all, all these females become members of his church. Yeah, you know, exactly. and that's what they went for because they're looking at him like, oh, I want to you know right. no, he's married now, but this is when he wasn't married. Right. Yeah. So that's about power. Yeah, and that's the real deal. You know what I'm saying? But DJ Nelson, the maestro, is over there itching for a scratch. So it's if we gonna we gonna get uh into the block party mix and the whole nine yards today. And uh, so so motivated. I want you to turn your your boom boxes up and tell a friend to tell a friend. So we keep doing this again and again and again. And uh, so Nelson. I want you to make it funky today. Make it real funky today. I want you to. I want you to make it so funky today that they gotta open up the window in their home or in their <laughs> office. You know what I'm saying? That's how funky I want you to make it today. Now, all right, do your thing. You the mashup king. Mash it up, brother. Mash it up. All right. So motivated. Y'all gotta get ready because hey, Nelson's about to go in, y'all. All right. All right. Yo, Nelson. Yo, yo, yo. You ready? Uh, yes. Let's go. You're tuned in to one of the hottest DJs walking the airway. Walking the airways. <laughs> DJ Nelson the Maestro. Stay back in my dress, so much, so much. 
Masters of Hip Hop.
Big Russ, and I'm jamming with the matchup king, DJ Nelson, the maestro block party mix on the morning coffee radio show. Yeah.
they get to the rhythm of that Keep moving on, keep open doors Keep open for and the call is yours Keep closing home, cause I don't wanna live in a broken home Girl, I'm back Yeah, yeah. Now if there's a smile on my face, it's only there trying to fool the public. But when it comes down to fooling you, you're listening to the Morning Coffee Radio Show. This Morning Coffee Radio Show with y'all through the motivated Jazzy D. Feature show starting DJ Nelson. The Micro Yo, now. What's up? What's up? It's so funky up in here, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you made it so funky Bob up so in motivated. here. <laughs> Yo, we need, we need some Febreze on it. We need the Febreze, dog. We need, we need I don't some Febreze on it. so funky up in here. Funk, funk, funk. Oh, That's what I'm talking about, bro. Word, That's word. what I'm talking about. <laughs> so motivated. Hey, again, if you want if you want to get DJ Nelson the Maestro uh mix black party mixes, hey, you go on uh mixcloud.com and look up DJ Nelson the Maestro black party mixes and uh hey, he got he even got some 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 mixes in the archives for you. You know what I'm saying? You never know what you you're saying you can get uh when you go on mixcloud and check out DJ Nelson the Maestro, but you will enjoy yourself wholeheartedly. Definitely, you the man now. Definitely, <laughs> he still got the crown, y'all. <laughs> still no, got thank the you, crown. Bro. Thank you, yo, yo star. Yes. <laughs> you know, I want to talk about. I want to talk about something. Oh, we were talking about comedians and things like that, and I, I want to get on the subject about a, a particular comedian that has said something and it went viral and, and, and he got a whole right, lot of right, right. But I, but before that, I want to get into. Um, excuse me. I, I want to get in, into your thoughts of wisdom right now. Let's do and, it. And everything like that. Because I know you got a really good thoughts of wisdom on this terrific Tuesday. All right. So, so motivated. I want you to grab your paper and your pen. Because Cheryl Starr is about to go in with today's thoughts of wisdom. It's time for your thoughts of wisdom with Cheryl Starr. Cheryl Starr. Thank you, Jazzy G. Today's thoughts of wisdom is short and sweet. A speaker is only powerful if someone's listening. And so motivated is pretty much that's what it what it all boils down to. Your words can mean something if somebody is listening and want to take what you say seriously. Like we talked about Shannon Sharp saying, let's go fight. And, and you made a great point, Jazzy G, of saying like that wasn't the uh, the action that he took behind Skip Bayless saying something to him. So let's be careful on how we address one another, Soul Motivators. We got to really understand that our words can be powerful. So if somebody's listening, your speaking words can be helpful or they can be harmful. So I want you all to marinate on that and let's get better at what we say, especially to one another. This is black love. This is Black History Month. Let's celebrate love. We're all about love, positive healing and transformation on this show so we're preaching that all of 2024 y'all know i'm strong with this i'm preaching love put the truth out there but a speaker is only powerful if somebody's listening 
Back to you, Chatterjee. Follow Cheryl Star's Thoughts of Wisdom on Facebook. Thank you, Cheryl Star, with today's Thoughts of Wisdom. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, but Star, I want to talk about a uh, comedian. Is is a comedian that? Uh, uh, wow, what's his name? Uh, oh man, I had it. I, I know you're talking yeah. about. I saw that right. post. He so, was and, and he was right. on Willie D's, D's and he was on right. Willie D's show and everything right. too. But but uh he actually made a comment about uh George Floyd. Right, and, right. And, and what happened and police on the you know, three getting killed and so he made it and I, I saw the I saw the stand up and everything like that. Now it was in poor taste. It was in poor taste wholeheartedly. And when I saw it, I knew he was gonna get uh, the flack for it and everything like that. Because mm-hmm. when I when I when I first saw it, because they was posting it on on uh, you that on you yeah that on YouTube, but on TikTok. Oh, okay. That's when I first saw it, and they were they were um, they were uh, canceling uh, him, criticizing him, okay. criticizing him. So he's not a well known comedian. Right, he's an up and coming. So he's an up and coming right, comedian, absolutely. but he does a lot of shows and things right. like that. He does a lot of comedy clubs and things like that. They most, you know, where you start out. So, so yeah. So his he performed at a lot of different audiences, white audience, black audience, but it seemed like he performed a lot of in front of white audiences. Mm-hmm. You know. So it is a particular mixed audience that he was in front of at the time. But what happened is when he made the George Floyd joke, some people, some of the black people walked out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they was really upset about it. You know what I'm saying? And and he had no no empathy or sympathy about right. it. He got the real backlash. So now he was on Willie D's show and talking about it. So he kept making excuses. So he's making more excuses than anything. What did so, he actually say? Because I didn't see the stand up, but I saw I saw some of the uh, the the posts with him and Willie D. Uh, well, one of the things that he said about the 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 George Floyd thing about the cop being on his neck or something like mm-hmm. that. He, he would say, "Well, I would shot that N word," you know what I'm saying? So the things, things like that. So he, he said, yeah, oh, okay. "I was shot that N word." Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it was a lot of things that he had said. Right, right. It was like real shocking, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. You know what I'm saying? And, and some of the things he said, then you had some of the white folks that was laughing, and some of them that wasn't, and then they would look at the black folks, and you could kind of tell. Right, it was an uncomfortable and, situation. Yeah. So yeah. then, right, and then you saw, and then. You then you had a couple of them that got up and like yeah I can't do your show and it was like kind of like yelling stuff at him and walking out and things like that and then he started snapping at those that was walking out so it got popularity because that went viral mm-hmm. so once that went viral you know what I'm saying then right away you know black Twitter and everything else started talking about canceling him right you know what I'm saying so and 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 I think a uh, 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 uh what's the what's the ex NBA a player that's friends with George Floyd. Um, oh God! Oh, uh, Stephen Jackson. Jackson. Yes, Stephen Jackson. Jackson. I'm yeah. sorry. Stephen Jackson reached out and everything. So I had something to say about it. Everything. So it it, it's, 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 it became a big deal. So when he went on Willie D's uh, podcast, he was, was talking about it. And one of the things that now what I don't agree with Homeboy saying is that. He was saying, "Oh, so if you cancel me, what which one be? You know, I right? He's like, I could go rob and steal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's where it comes down to, bro. Like, that's where, <laughs> you, that's where it lies with you, right? Man. Right. And so you grimy, so you that. 
Right. Well, that's you know, to make right. a comment like that, following no empathy, that shows yeah. you where his mindset. So a person that's grimy, that, though. That, that means yeah, grimy you could, because right. again, that's why saying, he can he make said, a joke like that because he's right, grimy. If he said the Willie D, but well, said, well, you know. I, you know, I, corporate America, something yeah, something like that, or, like that, or you know, me, they or, don't you know, hire me because I got you, bread. You, yeah, if you if they cancel me in comedy, and then and then I gotta go work for on Wall Street. That would just ruin. That would just ruin my spirit. That's what you really want. People talking about robbing and stealing and selling drugs and all that. What? <laughs> what? Where did that come from? That, that's where your mind is that's at. That's where the mind is at. Yeah, he's yeah. such. And then I said, "Oh, that explains it. it. <laughs> he's a bootlicker. I got it. The brother is a bootlicker. I got it. He's a bootlicker. That's why the audience of so many white people in front of go to his. He's a bootlicker. He out there. He's 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 a, he's a shiner. You know what I'm saying? He's, he shine. He he said with the white people. To anything that make white people laugh, you know what I'm saying? He's he's that. Right. He's, the, he's the yeah. So I got it. He's a he's a mystery brother. I got it. I understand. You know what I'm saying? He looks the way he looked, but he's a mystery show. I got it. And so when I just watching Willie D's podcast and, and everything like that, I say I got it. Willie D, because you know Willie D, he asked the questions. He and Willie D is real direct. He don't really yeah. You know, I, I, he don't, I, I he don't, yeah. yeah. Willie D don't, don't, don't beat around the bush. He, he don't but beat around he's the bush. He ain't got time for the game. He's right. He's just very direct with his with, yes. with his and questions, that's, that's and then you answer them right. Yes, so right. yeah, exactly. So, so I was like, but I, I got, I understood now everything he was answering, and he was so defensive. Now I gotta understand the defensive part of things, but you know, what I'm saying he was saying that he, he apologized to the family that it, it, it caused them some harm, but he's not apologizing for the joke. All right, I get that. I get the, the stand, the stand on the. On the laws of you being a comedian right. and, and everything like that, but just because you're a comedian doesn't mean you do no wrong. You know what I'm saying? And it's all, always in comedy that, like, I, like I always quote, you know, what I'm saying um, Patrice O'Neill. You know, what I'm saying real comedians they're gonna have half of the floor, ha- half of the people dying laughing on the floor, and the other half going, "What, what the hell?" You know, what I'm saying that's comedy, so I understand that. That part, so, but when the way he was talking, it was like okay, he had no in- empathy for it at all. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So right. again, you know, say if you wanted to show that, hey, I'm more than just this joke. Now, if he came across like that, I would have understood more. I'd be more on his side. Like, yeah, okay, I'm more than just that joke. Okay, I said a joke too soon. I should have said, you know, saying that it, it's because the fa- it hurt the family. I apologize for that, but I'm more than just that. You know, blah 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 blah. It kind of like went on. You know, what I'm saying, but he wasn't. He wasn't standing on that. He was standing right. On I mean, and, and as an aspiring comedian, a comedian, and we do uh, speak whatever's going on in the world. And, right. You know, I think that every individual comedian has a. You know, we all have our own style, and we're coming from. Your true life experience Or you know Because right. comedians Basically is who you are And how much You can add to uh, Develop your craft So right. you know Just with him speaking Additionally about What he would do If he wasn't doing comedy That says who he is So what, what what I'm saying is As comedians mm-hmm. We can't We, we, we got it's, There's there's a, a gotta, You know There's a A, a thin line Between right. Criticizing yep. somebody 
who are saying what they want to say on stage and that we can't pick we can't pick and choose pick and choose right. I, me as a comedian me as a comedian i wouldn't have said that joke but right. i can't say oh my god he's terrible because he right, he we've heard said, right. tons of jokes over the course of our right. lifetime that was senseless that was improper and those are the things that like like you said patrice o'neill says some comedians are gonna be the ones who say the inappropriate and it could be hard stuff it could be hurtful stuff exactly they're gonna say it exactly you know i remember when um um i forgot the comedian but uh it might have been steve harvey matter of fact somebody said i think it was steve harvey i'm not i'm not sure but uh they were talking about diana ross alcohol problem right in front of tracy ellis she was in the audience and she got no that got, was that was yeah let's not, let's not put that on steve oh okay it, i said it, i wasn't it, sure but i right, thought it, it was, was steve poor harvey. mooney it was poor, poor mooney, mooney poor and mooney steve harvey said steve harvey came behind poor mooney right and right said to tracy ellis ross he said i don't care what he's talking about you like we all love your mama right your okay mama so said, i knew steve harvey was the part this is, this is he, not, he your mama. right it was poor was mooney that? and poor right. mooney what we knew of him is he said what he wanted to say Right, exactly. And a black, white, or brown. He right, said exactly. what he wanted to say. Exactly. So I'm I can't be hypocritical and say, Oh exactly. my god, this and guy would, I could just say as an individual, right, that that wouldn't have been my taste my choice. Right. And that's my that's my point there. So my point is it's not about canceling him, it's how he responded to it. Because I'm not I can't sit here and say, Oh, he should be canceled because what he said about George Floyd, come on, man, stop it all that. I, Kanye I West that. Kanye I West I, got him on the radio on and stuff. said that remember when Kanye West said the cop didn't kill George Floyd and George Floyd family had took a lawsuit. I don't know what you know, right. I haven't followed up on that. But right. that was uh disrespectful to George yeah. Floyd family in America. People yeah. people were saying cancel Kanye for that. Yeah. You know? yeah. But but like I said, I, I, I can't I, I'm with you on that. I can't be a hypocrite about that. But once once I was watching his interview with Willie D and I'm saying because Willie D was bringing out points. He was like, well you know statistically black people Right. Are more likely to be murdered than white right. people by the police and this and that, blah blah blah. So you can understand. Yeah, he was telling facts. So now yeah. he's talking about, well, I don't know that to be sure because just as like he's going around about, he's, he's moving the goalposts. He's, a, I said, come on, bro, don't you don't don't do that to yourself. So me, I'm sitting there watching them. I'm going, oh, bro, you blowing it, you blowing it. Because again, I can tell that his 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 um. His intellect, his his uh, emotional intelligence is very mm -hmm. low. So yeah. I can tell that. And that's right away, I, I can who, tell this brother has a very bring out low. Who they are. Right, his emotional intelligence is very low. Okay, so wherever his childhood trauma was, he's stuck there, and I, I can tell that. You, you understand what I'm saying? He's trying to get somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And, and again, you know, the funniest people, and and, and, and they found this out too. This came in a, in, a, in, a, in a study. The funniest people, you know what I'm saying? The funniest people that you ever meet have the, 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 the live with the most pain. You know what I'm saying? So the, the funniest people you ever meet live with the most pain. And just like Kevin Hart said, laugh at my pain. We understand that. The one thing about people that go to comedy shows understand that. Some may laugh at you and some may laugh with you. Right. Okay. Right. But we all know we're for the most part, we're laughing at pain. 
and and because we try to escape our own pain and people understand that so again it's not so much it's not so much that you said the joke that you know what I'm saying that he said the joke is now the response behind it is how he how he react to the backlash of it you get what I'm saying because again you're a comedian brother be that but it's that but it's gonna come with the tell you know you in the me too era you know you in the cancel culture era you know you in all these things so again you gotta you gotta take it you gotta take it the way it's coming at you but to make the when I'm watching him and every excuse that he made because everything that he made was an excuse I was getting like oh come on bro you know what I'm saying because I, I, I was kind of like not that I was rooting for him or anything like that you know what I'm saying I didn't like the joke but it was but his, his how he how he interact with the crowd he was funny to me you get what I'm saying when they came mm-hmm. at him he was pretty funny he he had a Really good wit about him. He was, you understand what I'm saying? I didn't like the joke. You know what I'm saying? I felt it was too soon, but at the same time, when they was coming at him, you know, the hecklers, you know, the and walking out, I, I like, I, you know, so the way he handled himself on stage, I like the way he handled himself on stage. Well, you know, he good. probably, he probably anticipated, uh, you know, because I'm pretty sure when people know that they're saying a controversial joke or a joke. That may not go over in bad taste with some people. They probably have that in their mindset to be prepared. You might say something and might yeah. might stir. I'm. I, I don't think that he went into that joke blind based on the conversation he had with Willie D. You uh, know, exactly. Like exactly. He, he, this is who he is as a person. Like you said, seemed like he lacks empathy and he has a certain chip on his shoulder or whatever he like whatever childhood trauma or whatever it is mm-hmm. whatever a person is he still stood by who he was in that interview so right. when people show you who they are like DMX said believe them believe them like we can't believe change him and come believe up with him. what he should have said yeah. or what yeah. what he doing no this is who we are this yeah. is who the guy is so why are do we always Try to an- uh, analyze when yeah. people say stuff and try to get around. Like, what's <laughs> the reason? No, yeah, this is who he is. He, so, he may, he you know, who are we to assume he's somebody yeah. different? The sad part about the whole thing, he may get canceled. That's the thing. Before his career really take off, because he doesn't have the power to bounce back. He's not. He's not a a a a. a, a a Dave Chappelle that's established already, or something like right. that. He don't. He don't have that. So it's not. It's, I. To me, when I watched the the whole Willie D uh, thing, I didn't just watch the excerpts and things like that. I I, I, I passed the excerpts on and, and everything like that. I shared the excerpts, but I watched the whole thing because because I, I follow Willie D and I, I watch his podcast and everything. Because you know, Star, we watch a lot of everybody's podcasts. And yeah, 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 yeah. And, and again, I gotta go it, watch the, the right, guy comment year, on We're gonna stage. be. We're gonna, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna be televised. We're gonna be, you know what I'm saying? Cause we, we got nice little, uh, we coming through on, on, um, um, Apple TV and Roku and all that stuff. So we're gonna be, you're gonna start seeing us this year and everything like that. So, of course, I keep it, you know what I'm saying? So I've been watching other people. And, and certain podcasts, we big up all the time because we like it. We like their podcasts and everything. And it keeps us just as informed as we, Keep you guys informed. So you know, you know what I'm saying. So Willie D, I, I love his style of, of, of interviewing and everything, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. he gets people on his show just as well. And he like to follow up. So 
So when when I saw him, the, the guy, I said, well, let me watch the whole the whole thing before I, I criticize him from any excerpts. I just want to watch the whole interview. And the brother made some good points, and I, I'm not taking that from him, but he kept moving the goalposts every time Willie asked him a question that really hit home with black folks. Get what I'm saying? And and all I kept getting out of him is that if he can please as many white folks, that's the, that's what's important to him. Right, right. And, and yeah, and and and, and, that that's, and that's the that. and that's the reality. But that's that the reality that of North some black people. Thing. Yeah, right. but that had right, and that had me in that again with that no integrity thing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Right, we're right. Back morning, we're gonna get some integrity. Right. It's that chasing the bag theory. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and yeah. So. And I mean, so, if you look at Bill Cosby and Richard Pryor, Richard and Bill Cosby had a lot of white audience too. You yeah. know. And, and it's not. Yeah, and it's not that. It's not so much of that. But again, it's 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 almost putting your own people down. To make the, the white people the, the, laugh. Yeah, but remember right. in the remake of Sparkle? Remember the remake of Sparkle? Yeah, when they was calling Mike Epps' character. Houston Mike Epps' character. Right, yeah. so Mike Epps' role as a stand-up comedian. Right. He, was he was that Sam comedian. That he put his own people down right, to make right. white people laugh. Right. That's what I got from this guy. Right, and that's probably his that's agenda. Right. Yeah, and, and and the sad reality is that he probably don't care. That's that could be his he agenda. Doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> you he know, doesn't. so you know that that's the whole thing about yeah. the the the, right. the the thing so, about people. Right. So I said, so after watching it, I said he's gonna get canceled. Not that I want him to be canceled. Again, don't don't get me wrong. So I'm on the bed. It's not that I'm advocating for the canceling him. As a comedian, I'm when just watching Willie D's interview, the whole thing. I was like, this guy's more likely gonna get canceled now because people, because people are actually grabbing excerpts and different pieces and putting it out there, and it could blow them up. Yeah, they're about yeah, but they're about it, to, it yeah. could it could, it, it right, could blow them up. Right? Well, it, <laughs> you I, know, sometimes sometimes the most controversial things, huh? I, that's what I started thinking. I was like, "Yeah, uh, you how never can know." He twist this around and make it work for him. Because, yeah, because again, some, mm-hmm. he's getting a lot of exposure, right? But, like people tweeting it to cancel him and cancel the culture, but he he could be picked up, and next thing you know, he could blow up from this culture. Yeah, exactly. So you again, know? he may get he may get work in a lot of the white clubs, and don't get the, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I you don't never know. know. What's, his, what's his what's his ulterior motive? The, like you know, right? So I don't I don't know, but. After that interview, I said, "Yeah, most likely they're gonna cancel, bro." <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? I was like, and if, and I haven't seen they say Black Twitter go so deep on him yet, but I think it's coming now. After this right, and if it, if it keeps, if it keeps, I think get, it's coming. And if, right. if it keeps Twitter, going around, then you know we'll we'll hear the response. But the yeah. thing is, like, if Black Twitter turns that. on him, if Black Twitter turns on him, he's done. That's all I gotta say. He's done. He's done. He gotta hope that that does not happen because if they do, no matter what he says, no matter what he does after that, he's done. He's fried. That's what I'm saying. And not that I'm hoping that for him. I'm just saying I know Black Twitter. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's gonna be fried because if they go, they say, nah, bro. You know what I'm saying? That George Floyd thing, nah, you shouldn't have went there. And you just that, you have no remorse, nah, bro. So 
we 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 gonna see. Yeah, we'll see, and it, it yeah, depends we'll on but how popular yeah, he is and who about it. how connected he is. Right, you know? but I wanted to talk about it only because you're a stand-up comedian. And again, you know how I advocate of, of, of people speaking, you know, free speech type of thing that I feel that just because a comedian says something that some people don't like doesn't mean that he he or she should be canceled. You get what I'm saying? So I don't believe in that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just believe that, you know, but at the same time. You know what I'm saying You gotta know your battles <laughs> You know what I'm saying right, But that's you what I said I'm, You know one you thing about us as comedians We calculate a lot yeah. of things that we say Yeah You know so I'm pretty sure he 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 knew that joke was coming He knew the criticism was coming And he basically was You know like prepared for it In my yeah. opinion yeah, I, yeah He has to He has to You know what I'm saying And again I never heard of him before this so it probably would give some light to him you know what i'm saying that's so why i said it may blow him up <laughs> yeah exactly and, uh, Never know. Know. Right. and no, a lot it's sad that, that sometimes people like negativity right to talk about somebody right. you know and like, the only reason why i'm not mentioning his name is because i don't want to do that i don't want to be the the blow up part i just want to see i just want to get the opinion so motivated you give us your opinion you know what i'm saying you're, you're welcome to give your opinion so you can hit us up uh info at morningcoffee.chat that's info at morningcoffee.chat that's info at morningcoffee.chat and give us your opinion about the situation and, and how do you feel so so comedians be limited to a point where if they say the things that 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 someone that's too sensitive or too soon should they be canceled you know what i mean or should they be allowed to say what they want to say and then people could i remember when i did the uh, meet and greet with uh some more i didn't have a long extended conversation with some more um as i did with monique and monique conversation was less less about comedy it was more about what was going on with her black ball so i didn't right. even really get to have a comedy conversation with monique but right. um i went to see some more and she had a meet and greet and um you know me and my girlfriend and my husband and i got to tell her that i was doing comedy and one thing that I took away from what she said, and she was basically, you know, because women, let's let's talk about women saying certain things that, oh my god, you know. So that <laughs> yeah. that's on top of what a man say as a woman comedian. And Samoa is one of the people that I, I love with Samoa. Yeah. You know, she said, "Sister, be yourself." She right. said. Basically, right. you're going to know your audience because this is the thing that I love about com comedy. Because, you know, we had actor Alfred Whitley and he didn't like Cedric the Entertainer. Right. He didn't like Mike Epps. Right. Comedy is about choice and preference because there's comedians out here when they come to town, if you don't like them, you're not going to go see them. Right. And what I love that Samoa said is, there's gonna be people who love what you bring to the table because right. there's a lot of us who relate to a lot of us. Right. But the people that you know, like say, there's women that approves, and I, you know, I, I gotta say, there's women out here they do not want to hear another woman talk about sex right. because yeah. where, wherever the era they grew up in and what they come from, they be like, oh my god, she's talking right. about blowjobs and blah blah right. blah. Mm -hmm. They're not gonna come. 
to my show. They they might come one time, and once they yeah, hear your the content, those words don't start. Huh? <laughs> I see easy with those words on air though. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I thought those were safe to say than the than the than the bad words to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought they were safe to say. But what I'm saying is that once they hear your content the first time, they don't know what to expect. So yeah. once they hear your subject matter, and if that if if you're gonna be who you are, they're gonna know. Like a lot of people don't like what Monique talk about. Some people say, "Oh my God, I'm not going to another show because all she do is talk about other people. She don't ever do a joke." That right. that's what some people say about Monique. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that when Samoa said, "Be yourself and speak your truth," and that's all you got to put out there with comedians. Now, right. however we deliver the message, that's all. That's going to be on our creativity. You right. get what I mean? But yeah. I'm not going to worry about. It. And that's why I said the comedian being a comedian to me is the bravest thing because Very you're brave. you're banking on making somebody laugh, and that's not easy to do because you don't know who's coming out that night. It could be people who loves comedy, or it could be people who've criticized comedians and marinate situation when you marry people's situation that's the hardest thing for people to face the truth hurts marry when you mirror their situation so if you can marry if you can marry it but show the human side of it then you know you you, you got them but at, at times other people are going to be triggered yes that's uh, yes that's what it is a lot My, of people, the last show that i was at Live in a trigger So if you Right it's, it's the same as In in the dating world If you're dating someone That lives in a triggers You're gonna always be Walking on eggshells Cause right, that's right. how it is With them Because everything Triggers them Because they They going by their emotions And that By their logic And I And I And I push that a lot and I'm, again, I'm not trying to sound like Mr. Spark or a Star Trek with the like I'm a Klingon with logic, but I'm telling you, when you put logic in head of the, you know what I'm saying? You put the mind in head of the heart. A lot of times, you know, why do you think they tell you to take deep breaths when you when you're angry and you kind of so erratical and emotional? Why do they tell you to take deep breath, Star? You know why? Well, they said, want you to calm your nerve. Want you to calm right. down. You know why? So you can why think does that better. calm your nerve? Why does that calm your nerve? I don't get like that. <laughs> right. No. Well, because when you take these breaths, that gets oxygen to your brain. When you get right, oxygen, like make to your you brain, breathe. Right. Brain, right. Right. So your brain start to think for you. Right. Your brain start to giving you a reasonable, a reasonable doubt. Once that happens, now it takes over. Once your logic is sparked. Once you spark your logic, the heart will follow. Right. That's why. That's right. And a lot of people don't know how to do. They 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 be so in the emotion. They so in the moment right. and, that and, and, they and, and they speaking from is, their emotion. Right. Because motion is is connected to emotion. Right. You know what I'm That's right. why when you smile, when you're happy, you smile. When you're sad, you frown. You get what I'm saying? When when something's funny, you laugh. You know what I'm saying? Something make you angry, you 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 know what I'm saying you 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 grimace or whatever like that or or, or when you start Or hurt, when you hurt, yeah, you you could cry. Right, you get what I'm saying? Right, because right, motion is connected <laughs> to emotion. Right. So again, that's what I said. Gotta be very careful. When this the last the show heart. that I did, the very guy careful. the last show on the um the, the show that I did a, a stand up on, uh this guy, he was basically talking about women getting older. Right. And you know, once I got in the audience, I got to see there were plenty of women over forty in that audience because he made a comment about 
single women over 40 and you know he said he said a couple of funny jokes i was in there laughing i'm single right. and i'm way over 40. so right. he was like any any woman uh something like single and over 40 they're sorry and he yeah. started telling the reasons that he right. say they're he sorry breaking it down right right and then he said even when he brought up you know he was like even when janet jackson uh, breath came out on the Super Bowl. She was 40 then. And right. she's Janet Jackson and we didn't want to see that. So he started talking about the body parts changing. And we yeah, all know as we get, yeah, it's, it's funny. funny but, but but the thing was just like the guy saying about George what? it was a lot of women. It was girls night out, I guess, because there was a lot of females in there that uh -huh. night. And they did not laugh. They like it, right. They and, like and then, you know, after the show, we all were standing outside of the you know, Scotty's, and he was like, "Yo, he was like, yo, I, I ain't get no love." And I said, "Look, look at the audience. Like, you are not gonna get a, a laugh from people. You're speaking the truth, and that's not everybody's truth." Because I, I had a conversation right. with him. I said, "That's so not my that truth because people. you're telling us that if we're over forty, we should just be with anybody just so we won't be tingled." I said, "That's how women are sitting in there looking like." You know, when you say they sorry or, you know, but anyway, that's his joke. We can't, yeah, we can't exactly. change the joke. And it was I, funny. Listen, my life, my life, I'm 60 years old. I'll be 61 real soon. Uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in next month, matter of fact. And, and I always looked at men that was my, the age I am now in single as pathetic. I kid you not. And at times I have to be the unmask myself right now. Sometimes I feel like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, no fault of mine. You get what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm like, hey, this is not the life I wanted. Because I always felt the old guy in the club, and he's pathetic to me. So, again, you know what I'm saying? So, say if someone was to make those jokes, and I'm sitting in the audience, I'm in the comedy show, and they're talking about that, that can trigger me. Right. Well, yeah. you know, most of the time people speak what they believe, right? Yeah. So because you think that you you looked at guys being pathetic, so now you're you're kind of battling that. Am I pathetic? But but it's no fault of your own. But you but that's how we sometimes we speak what we believe. So that's why I was saying his. I told him I said, "Yo, them jokes was funniest," and I was in there laughing, and then. The uh, the guy the Double D who hosted he made a joke on me because I was sitting with him while the guy was on stage and then he came up there because I had made a joke about the comedian hamburger because I was like oh he trying to holler you know he told me he gonna get a shave and all this stuff you better come on our show hamburger because you know we got a deal we had a deal and you reneged on it so the guy you know it was funny because he heard uh, hamburger asked me was I single. Right, so yeah. he, he went up on stage and was like, So are you single? So you in the category that we was just talking about. I was like, <laughs> I started laughing because I'm like, not only did he blow me up, but he put the, you know, he put the red the um white light on me. <laughs> but see, I think that if you don't take things personal, like you said, people address their triggers. And right. you know, I think it was funny what he was saying because I'm not taking that joke personal because I know that that's not my story. You know what I mean? And so that's why I was saying when people hear the truth that they resonate with, then they're going to be like, oh, you talking about me? No, people are single for different reasons. You could have had a death. You know, you could have lost somebody or, you know, like I told him, I just, you know, I've been single for three years, but I've been in a relationship for 30 something. I said, I need a few years to regroup. What are you talking about? And they start laughing. 
I said, that's right. I'm still single. I went through a divorce. You get what I'm saying? Right, exactly. You need some time when you've been in a long-term relationship. Come on. Can I breathe again like Tony Braskin? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I get it. You know, comedy is comedy, you know, and sometimes people are going to catch it. Sometimes people are going to take it personal, you know? Exactly. And and again, like I said, homeboy kind of was just, I don't know, he he... A little bit, he was digging his own grave. Exactly. But at the same time, because he could have, I don't know, if he came a little, so it, it's different. Because I guess because this is the truth. This is the year the truth telling. Yeah. And you have and 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 Cat Williams and Mo- and some people lack and empathy. All, and that's just that's just what it is. And they set the bar. So with a guy like him that come across and he comes across as a bootlicker, it's just like, okay, we just gonna And he lacks empathy. Yeah. You know, when you when you could go to there and make a death a death threat. Right. Yeah. Come on. You, you, you yeah. Know? And you was making it for food, you know what I'm saying? So again, it's it's and and again, like I said, the way he responded to the people that was getting up and leaving, that was funny to me. It was funny to me, that part. Because I watched his whole step. Because when they showed the clips of, of, of the joke that he made, the George Floyd joke, and then people leaving and stuff like that. So I wanted to see the whole thing. So I actually looked up the whole thing. So that, like you said earlier, Star, that this may blow him up. Right. <laughs> it may blow him up, but at the same time, it may cancel him. You know what I'm saying? I just it's how he's gonna handle this from now on. That's 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 all. It, you know what I'm saying? So it's just gonna see how he handles things. Yeah, we'll and see. At least he's getting the chance to express himself. So Willie D gave him the chance to express himself, but Willie D was kind of frustrated with him too. Like like plus, when you say Willie D, because you know how Willie D don't make expressions. Mm-hmm. He don't make his. Mm-hmm. When he talks to you, he just talks to you, and he's straight. Like I said, he's straightforward. Yeah, but you can tell with his face, like this guy's blowing it. Like <laughs> I can just tell it in his mind. He's gonna this guy's really blowing it. <laughs> he just don't know how much he's blowing it, man. He has the opportunity. But I'll tell you one thing: Will, Willie D bringing him on his show. It definitely boosts his platform because uh, of the followers yeah. that Willie D has. Definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely, yes, yes. You know, what I'm saying so. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't. We wouldn't give him the chance to come on our show and explain things and anything like that. So, you know, that that all depends. That's here. That's here. Or there. You know, but I just want to the the expound on it a little bit. I want to talk about it a right. bit. I want to, uh, yeah, I want to shine some light on it here on the, on the morning coffee because again, that's what we do here. And, and again, I, I got to give the practical psychology behind things like this because it's 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 the things that we deal with day to day. And and if we and if, you know we have to, to to learn how to expand our minds and 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 understand things because it's more about understanding than anything but for him he he really just kept like i said kept changing the goalposts like okay that's like, either you're gonna stand on some laurels or you not how how does this work for you but again because willie d came with facts and then he really didn't have anything to go with the facts he had he came up with he stopped making things up and you can tell he was making things up mm-hmm. That's the thing, you know. What I'm saying you gotta really know 
know what you're talking about. And if you don't really know what you're talking about, just hey man, I'm a comedian. And at one point he did, he did that I'm a comedian and, and the comedian thing that he wants sympathy now. Now now you want sympathy. Cause you know what I'm saying? So now you you went from gaslighting to sympathy. You know what I'm saying? It's kinda mm-hmm. it's kinda manipulative. He was, you know what I'm saying, at the same time. So I I was just looking at going, uh, he's yeah, they're gonna cancel him because it's, it's kind of easy to cancel him. So it depends on how he uses it. So if he uses the platform the right way, he'd be all right. But if he he keep going in that direction, he's gonna be over. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> so motivated, but you so motivated. Y'all look at it. You be the judge. We're not we're not trying to. To, to, to knock him because again show is a stand-up comedian and she talks about a rare things and some people may not they may not be happy with some of the things he talk about but again that's you know because again you relate a lot to women your age star yeah, i relate to men too <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, again, and some women be like oh my god you going against us but uh, i that, go, i speak on what i believe that, in. that's what i'm saying so that's that's the thing. So and, and you can't please everybody. Stop dating to get a husband. <laughs> Date <laughs> to find out who people are. Like you know, yeah. I say stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like but, you go on first date. Um, oh, I'm, I'm looking for a husband. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of women. We talk about this another time. I don't think women looking for a husband. I think they're looking for. I, I think they're looking for a sponsor. That's a, that's another show, though. All right, so motivators. You know, what I'm saying you women that's looking for a sponsor instead of a husband. That's that's two different people. I just want to let the women know that that's two different type of men. Okay, so that's another thing. And that's another story. All right, star. But DJ Nelson, the maestro, is giving us the wrap up sign and everything like that. But we so enjoyed enjoyed talking about this subject with you guys. Please hit us up. Info at morningcoffee.chat. That's info at morningcoffee.chat. Again, that's info at morningcoffee.chat. Let us know how you feel about, about the subject and everything like that. And, and uh, give us your opinion. We love opinions, don't we, star? Yes, indeed. We love we love people's opinions because it makes it makes our day a little bit brighter. Know that you're listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend. So we keep doing this again and again and again. But we're gonna take our deep breaths right now and say our affirmation protection prayer so we can get our terrific Tuesday on terrifically. Is that a word, Star? Terrifically? Uh, uh, I don't <laughs> Did I think just so make that, that up? <laughs> <laughs> hey Star, we from Harlem. We can make a word. <laughs> <laughs> right, we gonna add that. Uh, hey, we get a we get a we get a we get a lingo pass being from Harlem. Harlem Day. <laughs> Harlem words. We get a Harlem word section in the Harlem word section. That's right. You know what I'm saying? The Harlem dictionary. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Forget Marion. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All right. So motivated. Be then. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is and all 
as well. It's terrific Tuesdays with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your affirmation protection prayer for the day, beloveds. You take that no matter where you go today. May it be work, school, or play on this terrific Tuesday. Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. Hey, Star, what you got going on this terrific Tuesday? I ain't doing a daggone thing. <laughs> <laughs> still, 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 still chilling, I'm still huh? relaxing. <laughs> and you're trying to celebrate all the presidents, huh? <laughs> Yesterday was President Day, Star. Not today, right? <laughs> oh, man. Today is Vice President's Day. <laughs> Since I was offered that job, I'm going to say I was, I'm going to do it for one day. <laughs> Hey, so motivated. We start now, so we're going to take two steps to the rear and get on out of here, y'all. Y'all have a blessed, blessed day, man. We love y'all. Peace. Soul Motivators, hit us up. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat.